The condo market is still red hot. Meanwhile, the detached housing market is still struggling. We've got the January 2018 stats from the Toronto Real Estate Board. We'll talk about that on today's episode. Welcome to the True Condos Podcast with Andrew LaFleur, the place to get the truth on the Toronto condo market and condo investing in Toronto. Hi, and welcome back to the show. Thanks for listening. Really appreciate your support for the show. And hey, let me just put in a quick plug. If you enjoy this show, if you like it, I'd really appreciate it if you left me a review. The latest update on iTunes for your iPhone has made it quite a bit easier, I find, to, found to uh, actually leave a review for this show or any other podcast that you enjoy. So yeah, if you can go ahead and take 30 seconds out of your day, even right now, if you're listening on your iPhone, and just leave me a review, that would be greatly appreciated. I, I um, yeah, I can't thank you enough, those of you who have, who have left great reviews for the show. Now, on today's episode, uh, we are at the beginning of February 2018, and we just got the statistics, finally, Treb finally released the stats for the resale market for January. And so I wanted to give a few of my uh, quick takes on the stats that uh, I've just had a chance to spend some time going through these stats and maybe you're seeing the headlines and so on. Hopefully you're subscribing to this podcast and you're listening to this episode right on time this week, uh, the first week of, of February. And this is... Uh, uh, hot off the presses information to you. But if you're not uh, listening to it, that's okay because we're going to talk about the market and what's happening and where things are likely heading. So if you're listening to this sometime in the future, you can tell us, tell me <laughs> if uh, if we were right or not. But um, a few of my takes from the data. I mean, this is the first month of 2018. This is the first month with the new stress test that is in place where everybody has to qualify for their mortgage at a much higher rate than they're actually paying. Um, it's January, it's cold, it's Canada. Uh, the stock market is crashing as we speak. And just generally speaking, you know, it's that time of year where pessimism is generally at an all-time high, uh, at least in the, uh, at least at this part of the world. That's how the pattern that we see year after year. So, how bad are things or how good are things? Let's let's take a look. Um, again, I think my first, uh, the, the general observation obviously is, and the headlines will generally read and, and you'll hear, uh, sales are down, you know. Uh, prices for some things are down. So this is the first time in a while that we've sort of had this kind of, um, these kind of headlines being thrown at us. And it's going to take some, adjustment. And if you've been listening to the podcast, this is not a surprise to you. You're aware of this. You know, you knew that this was coming. Again, why are things down? The main reason, uh, yes, the market is slower than it was maybe before. But again, the main reason is that we're now comparing 2018, we're now comparing to 2017, the first few months of which were an all-time crazy record high. Everything across the board was nuts and banana, bananas and and you know, 25 offers on every property and prices were going up like 5% a day, it seemed. And everything was just wild and, and out of control for a brief moment in time there in early 2017. So for the next few months, we're going to be seeing stats that don't look as pretty. Uh, things are going to be generally, the word down 
is going to come up a lot in the headline sales prices, things like that are going to be, you're going to see a lots of downs as opposed to a lot of ups that we're used to seeing. So that's kind of the, the pretext to these stats here and, and the stats for the next few months. But um, basically, I think like the government policies are that have came into place in the past few months, particularly the fair housing plan and now the, uh, the stress test and the foreign buyer tax and higher interest rates from the central bank, all these policies from the uh, governmental levels are doing exactly what they thought they that we thought that they would, and that is they're distorting the market. So these are interferences and and uh, interruptions into the free market that have taken place, and they're doing what we predicted and what we talked a lot about on this podcast, and not just me but many other experts predicted they would, and that's they're distorting the market. What I mean by that is uh, all these things are combining together to push the demand down the ladder so pushing pushing all the demand from the high end of the market to the low end um, it's become harder and harder for people to afford more expensive properties so that but people still want to buy and this is what I, I keep telling people is you know government can do what they want but they can't change human nature they can't change the fact that people want what they want they can't change the fact that particularly here in Canada and in most places in the world, people desire to own their own home. And there's always going to be that in, innate built-in level of demand for people to buy property, regardless of anything else that's out there. There's always going to be a certain level of demand. That demand will never go to zero or anything close to it. Unlike the stock market, where demand for things in the stock market can, in fact, go to zero, demand for housing will never, ever go to zero. So it's an interesting uh, thing to think about in terms of housing versus other investments. But all that to say that uh, the high end of the market, not so great, suffering a bit, the low end of the market doing actually very, very well. Um, surging, in fact, red hot, in fact, still pushing forward very much so. So, um, you know, if you're, if you're looking at uh, detached houses, particularly in the 905 areas, of the GTA outside of the city 416 Toronto proper, prices are coming down still. Uh, prices are, are in most areas, except maybe the more high high demand areas, their prices are coming down. But you're looking at the low end of the market, condos, the most affordable product out there, prices are still being pushed up and prices are rising at his, still historically high levels. So you have this crazy dual uh, market thing going on, which again is caused by these government policies. And uh, it's a distortion in the market. They've distorted the sort of demand curve, if you will. And things are wacky where you've got, you know, some, you're looking to buy a condo, you know, under 600,000. Good luck. Multiple offers everywhere. You're looking to buy a house over 2 million. Take your pick. You know, you've got lots of choices out there. Um, so it's a strange and unusual and sort of historic time that we're in right now. Uh, so I'm just looking at my notes here, the comparisons between last year and this year, things are starting to look ugly. We talked about that in the intro. My next sort of bullet point here on my notes. Um, this is something I want to keep the theme that I'm going to keep coming back to and, and hopefully at some point later this year. Uh, you'll you'll remember this conversation and other ones I've had lately like it where you say, huh, Andrew was right again. 
uh, <laughs> hopefully. Um, and uh, basically, it's at some point this year, I'm, I'm saying that the pendulum is going to swing back to low rise and sort of away from condos. The, the, the hot ticket of the moment are condos. That's what everybody can afford. That's where the action is. That's where price increases are feverish. On the other end of the spectrum, detached housing, particularly in the 905, you know, nobody is looking at at the moment and is, is, not, uh, is not doing so well, not so popular. And so at some point, the, the pendulum is going to swing back and the demand is going to swing back to low-rise housing. At some point this year, it's going to make a lot of sense to actually invest in uh, low-rise housing, particularly in the 905, I believe. So watch for that. Um, be aware of that. You know, it's, it's that old saying, Warren Buffett, um, you know, investment philosophy, you know, be fearful when others are, uh, you know, excited, exuberant and be exuberant when others are, you know, fearful. It's, it's, you know, it's you basically do the opposite of what you think. Right. So right now everybody's saying, oh, I would never, you know, I don't want to buy a low rise house in the 905 is too many of them out there. Prices are coming down still. Um, on the other hand, people are saying, ah, I got to get my hands on a condo downtown, you know, prices are rising so quickly. There's nothing out there to buy. Um, I don't think that's going to go away. I'm not saying that at all. I'm not saying that condos are going to, you know, suddenly start decreasing in price. Of course not. I'm just saying that the spotlight, the, the intense pressure that we're seeing on the condo market is going to ease off at some point as people, as prices have come up so much on condos. And prices have come down on houses. The gap between those two uh, property types is narrowing. And it's going back to sort of more historic levels. And at some point, people are going to wake up and say, hmm, instead of buying this condo at this elevated price from a few months ago, I can buy this house at a decreased price from what it was a few months ago. And that's just the nature of the housing market. Pendulums swing back and forth between different property types. Um, all the time and we saw that last year where it was the pendulum swung in favor of condos and the condos after years of sort of you know three four five percent growth suddenly they shot up and uh and now they've been you know they've been staying up and the and the price increases have been staying up in double digits for a long time now so at some point that's going to swing back um, and again, I, I obviously sell condos. I specialize in working uh, in the condo market with condo investors. So you might find it unusual that I'm talking about, hey, it might be a good investment to buy a house in the 905. But that is just the reality. That's the truth. And I just want to share that with you and help you understand that um, as you're looking at the market, the wider market as a whole. And again, I'm not saying that condos are going to become a bad investment at some point this year by any means. Condos, I believe, are the best investment vehicle for most people to get into real estate over the long term. And that's why I invest in them. And that's why I will continue to invest in them. But uh, there are obviously pros and cons to the every different type of property. And for some people, they're waiting and looking for that opportunity when, when it's time to get back into low-rise housing. And I just want to make the point at some point this year, that will probably take place somewhere uh, in, in maybe the middle or towards the end of this year, watch for, um, the bottom, so to speak, to be hit for the low rise housing market, particularly in the 905 and for the activity to once again, pick up there, 
uh, and prices to begin rising there again. But um, I think, you know, obviously what everybody wants to hear most about uh, who are li- who's listening, to, if you're listening to this podcast, is what's happening in the condo market in particular with the stats and, in, and the downtown condo market uh, more specifically. So no big surprise. Uh, it continues on. Condos are absolutely killing it still. Price increases up. You know, depending on how you're measuring it, what submarkets you're looking at, but generally condo prices are up, you know, in the downtown core around 15 to as much as 20%, depending on what you're measuring and which pocket you're measuring. If you're measuring average prices, medium prices, depending on how you look at it, prices are up. Prices are up big time. Um, 15 to 20% again is way above historical norms. Uh, if you're new to condo investing, that is not normal. Reminder, that is not normal. And if you, it's interesting if you look back, uh, looking back at the stats from the last, for two years, for the last 24 months, um, now we've had this, you know, prices, prices are up about 40%. Condo prices downtown are up approximately 40%. Over the last two years, that's just incredible. We've had basically back-to-back years now of roughly 15-20 percent uh, growth rate in pricing, and so the average uh, condo two years ago downtown was somewhere in the mid 400s, and the average condo downtown now is in the mid 600s, which means if you bought a condo two years ago, you are on average, roughly speaking, up about 40%, which is absolutely incredible. Um, that is equal to, you know, the previous roughly, I want to say, eight, eight, nine years combined. We've seen the growth uh, in the last two years. The previous eight, nine years probably was up about 40%. And, and then the last two years, we've seen it go up 40%. Absolutely incredible. Congrats to all the condo investors out there. Uh, but don't get used to it. As I said, that's not, uh, that's not the normal thing that we would expect to happen for the long term. Um, what else? Sales to listing ratio. Again, the, the stat, the most important stat that I look for every month to get a sense of the temperature of the market and the direction of the market. So how hot is the market and what direction is it going in? Is it a buyer's market or seller's market? Definitely still a strong seller's market. The sales to listing ratio for downtown is 62%. For January, that is incredibly high. That is the second highest January ever. The highest January ever, of course, no surprise, was last year. It was about 76% last year. The normal, if you look at taking out the last two years, which have been insane, you look at the previous five years before that 2012 to 2016 what was the average sales to listing ratio for those that five-year period it's about 23 percent 23 percent um so january is has is normally a very slow month it's sort of a buyer's market in most januaries where you've got not too many buyers out there Quite a bit of listings just kind of sitting around before the spring market is here, the coldest month of the year, um, et cetera, et cetera. The, the January is usually uh, a slow month, and the sales to listing is around 23%, which is sort of in the you know approximate definition of what a buyer's market would be. 
Anything above, say, 40% is generally considered a seller's market. So at 62% currently, it is a very strong seller's market. Not as strong as last year, but still far, far uh, and away above what is, uh, what is normally considered for this time of year. Interesting looking, and that's for downtown, interesting looking outside the downtown core at condos, much smaller sample size, so take it with a grain of salt, but the Peel region as a whole, so Mississauga, Peel region, 62% also for sales to listing ratio, so a strong seller's market in, in the Peel region for condos. Looking at the York region, where again, York is probably suffering the most as a region of the entire GTA. Um, York region is Markham, Richmond Hill, uh, sort of north of the city area. Um, 30%, 30% sales to listing ratio for condos. So much lower than downtown core, much lower than Peel uh, district, but still above, again, above what is sort of normal for a market for January this time of year and still not really a, a buyer's market per se. Not a seller's market either, but kind of, uh, kind of a balanced market there in York region. Again, take it with a grain of salt, small sample size for uh, condos available in those sub-markets compared to what we're talking about in, in the GTA as a whole or the downtown market. But something, uh, something to start tracking as more and more condos are coming up outside of uh, the downtown core. So again, looking at inventory now, uh, the, biggest, the biggest driver of this market um, you know, to see what's going to happen, you know, are we, are we going to see, uh, any change in the market? I mean, inventory, it's supply. Um, you know, it's demand is, is sort of always going to be there. It has ups and downs, but looking at supply, uh, what has been normal for the, again, taking out the last two years, which have been anomalies. So what's the normal level of inventory for downtown condos? Over the previous five years, 2012 to 2016, what's the normal average number of condos available for sale in January? Downtown core, it's typically around 1,200. 1,200 condos are typically available for sale in January um, over those last five years. What is available right now for sale? Is it 1,200? No. Is it 1,000? No. It's down to about 500. We've got roughly 500 condos available for sale in the downtown core versus the norm of 1,200. So it's, you know, obviously it's uh, inventory is down. Uh, I didn't do the math on that, but that's a very big number. <laughs> it's, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's, it's more than... It's something like 60% inventory is down 60% from normal sort of levels. So the sales numbers have come down slightly from what they were last year. Again, in the, even in the downtown core, prices are up dramatically, but sales have come down slightly. Inventory is amount of units available is relatively the same as it was last year. Uh, so the sales to listing ratio, as I mentioned, was down to 62% from the 76% of last year. But Again, there's nothing. There's very few condos available to purchase. Um, I, I, I just, I don't see how prices are not going to continue to rise significantly unless we see a dramatic increase in the inventory, the number of condos for sale. Uh, 
Um, and I don't see that happening anytime soon. There would have to be some dramatic shift in the market for that to take place. And again, a lot of the, the condo market is, in a sense, being propped up by these government policies, which is pushing all the demand down and push, pushing all these would-be house buyers into buying condos because that's what they can afford. So unless there's some new government policy, which uh, I wouldn't put it past them at all, to somehow try to further stifle demand. They thought we, we, we screwed up demand completely in the low-rise detached market, guys. Let's see if we can do the same thing in the condo market. You know, I wouldn't be surprised if, if they came up with something this year. We've had the fair housing plan. I've been joking on Twitter that uh, 2018, I've made this prediction that we'll see the extreme fair, extremely fair housing plan the EFHP, if you will, come out sometime this year. Wouldn't surprise me at all um, that there there is some new policies that they they figure out to further stifle demand as they further look to wait look to ways to um, cool the market um, and, and and you know put cold water essentially on on the the condo market as it is so so hot still. Um, if they do, again, it's it's not going to surprise us. Uh, it's not going to cause too much concern. It's just, again, it's the government interfering in the market, but uh, it's like the game whack-a-mole, you know, where you, you hit, the one thing pops up and you hit it down and it, the, the guy, the gopher pops up on the other hole over there. So you plug one hole, it comes out the other. The government is going to um, continue to perhaps try to interfere in the market, but ultimately the market's going to do what the market's going to do. And, and as I said, you can't change human nature. People will continue to want to buy. Um, people, everyone, you know, people continue to have to live somewhere. Immigration continues to be very high. Rental market continues to be very strong. It's very expensive to rent. So, you know, long term, still extremely bullish on the Greater Toronto real estate market. Uh, we're in a temporary blip for the low rise detached market particularly in the 905 but again i said i believe that at some point the pendulum is going to swing back and that market's going to pick up again um, people will adapt to the new stress test rules uh, another year goes by people save more money you know it it always is the same pattern that we see over and over again with um, people find a way and the demand goes where the demand goes and and uh, the market will continue to chug along and will continue to adapt to new rules um, as they uh, as they come out. Okay, there you have it. That is my longer than expected take on the January 2018 stats, particularly looking at the downtown condo market. I hope you found this podcast useful. If you did, uh, go ahead and share this with someone that you know who could benefit from it. And once again, if you don't mind leaving a review on iTunes, it takes 30 seconds. You can just do that right now. That would be much appreciated. If you want to get a hold of me, you can always call me, 416-371-2333, or you can send me an email, andrew at truecondos.com. Until next time, have a great week, and we'll talk to you soon. Thanks for listening to the True Condos Podcast. Remember, your positive reviews make a big difference to the show. To learn more about condo investing, become a True Condos subscriber by visiting truecondos.com.